Adventures with Purpose is an underwater search and rescue team that has solved 21 cold cases since 2019 when they started searching for missing people and their vehicles in bodies of water. They offer their services for free to families of people who are missing and may be in the water. Check out their YouTube channel to see how you can help. Everybody, welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's going pretty great. How are you doing? I'm good. I mean, it did snow a skiff last night, so you know, I'm a little off put on that. But other than that, really, I'm choosing to see that as a as a short lived anomaly that we're not going to see any more of. <laughs> yes. Amen. I mean, <laughs> will that really be true? We don't effing know in this state, but I'm I'm not counting it because it lasted only briefly. Mm-hmm. I will say though, I spent the morning doing housework with the assistance of two tiny puppies, which is uh, assistance not. However, yeah. it's great company. So you know, do I have anything to complain about? How could I with these two around? Really, it seems like a win-win. Really, yeah. However, they're terrible at doing the dishes. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I bet they are not the best at the dishes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Mine, back we our dishwasher is broken. But when it wasn't, my dogs were terrible about when you were trying to load the dishwasher. They were trying to wash the dishes for you. Mm-hmm. And they said they're bad for that, too. Really uh-huh. bad for that. Yeah. However, my dishwasher is also broken. <laughs> It's not broken. It just does a bad job. Well, ours too. Like yeah. such a bad job that we consider it now deceased. Yeah, <laughs> Relic. yeah mine yeah. too. Yeah. Well, anyway, this <laughs> is our Monday episode. You can tell yes, we are a little random today. Uh, <laughs> dishwasher <laughs> crimes. Yes. <laughs> oh, hmm. going down a rabbit hole after these shows. Uh, <laughs> It's probably horrible. Oh, no. Probably. probably don't want to know. Well, I think you're kicking us off with a little bit of Florida Man, aren't you? Yes, I am. All right. Well, for once in our lives, this is Florida Man without the, oh, Florida Man. Really? This is better. This man here, his name is Thomas Renard James. And Thomas Renard James was just released from prison. A Miami judge vacated a life sentence that he had. He has served 32 years of a life sentence for a murder that he did not commit. Oh, God. 32 years? 32 years. He has spent nearly his entire adult life behind bars. That he has goals and dreams and plans for his future right. that uh, never came into fruition. He has been sitting in prison trying to prove his innocence for 32 years, as well as his family. Oh, no. 
His attorney is a woman named Natalie Figures, and Natalie has been unstoppable. She has worked extremely hard. This was a case, believe it or not, of mistaken identity. What? Mm-hmm. That got him a life sentence? Mm-hmm. How can that be? Because of a witness. A witness who admitted later she muffed up. And because of a shared name. Oh my God, there's got to be checks and balances for that kind of thing. Holy crap. Yep. Yep. They, all of the evidence showed it wasn't him, but he just didn't have great representation. And his face showed up. So when he was 22, he was charged in the 1990 murder of Francis McKinnon. And a witness, Dorothy Walton, said that she saw him fatally shoot uh, Francis during a robbery. Well, the person she saw, so here's what the prosecutor said. What appears to be a chance coincidence that the defendant, Thomas Renard James, had the same name as a suspect named by witnesses and anonymous tipsters, led to the defendant's photograph being included in a lineup and set in motion a mistaken identity. A mistaken identity that put a man in prison for 32 years. Right. I mean, someone, so they identified him? Yeah. The witness pulled his face out of a photograph lineup and said, that's him. And he had the same name. So they went, that's him. And his public defender went, I don't give a, so there Mm -hmm. you go. And it's taken Uh. all of this time to prove that there was absolutely no way he could have would have or did commit this crime. So Florida, you screwed up as usual, but you finally got it right. So all the best to Thomas and his family in trying to put a life together now. And bro, I hope you sue for millions. Please do. Please set yourself up for life. You certainly deserve that. Wow. Yep. Yep. That is terrifying. It is. It is. A mistaken identity with a life sentence? It was a life sentence. He was never getting out of there. Yeah. God. That is terrifying. It is. Luckily, he's out. So thank God for him and his family. So I'm going to kick the mic back over to you in our astonishment over this one (laughs) for our main case. Okay. You know, we cover a lot of missing persons cases on this show. People that have been missing for years, sometimes decades, that maybe are never going to be found. And, you know, you think about the anguish that that causes for a family, for someone to just disappear forever with no knowledge about what's happened to them. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying. And there is an organization out of Bend, Oregon, that is doing something about that. And these guys are just remarkable, I think. They are called Adventures with Purpose. Mm -hmm. And Adventures with Purpose is a underwater search and rescue team that sort of just accidentally happened upon 
solving some missing persons cases. And when I say some, they have solved 21 missing missing persons cases since 2019. Yeah. So this started out with a guy that just wanted, he was, he was, he's a diver. He loves diving. He started diving and cleaning up trash. And if he found belongings that belonged to people, he would return them to them. And it was sort of this idea of, you know, like conservation and taking good care of the earth. And that's how it all started with him. Mm -hmm. But then he started finding cars in water, in lakes, rivers, the ocean, and started, you know, kind of got with um, a recovery, like towing service to help him get the cars out of the water. Like those shouldn't be in there. Yeah. Well, in one of those cars was a person who had been missing for several years. He recovered a body by accident. And when that happened, he had already had requests from people who had missing family members. Like, mm-hmm. hey, if you're doing this kind of thing, can you look for my my mom who's been missing for 25 years or whatever? Yeah. And he had all of these different people reaching out to him. And he was like, I, I don't know how I could afford it. I don't know. I don't know what I could do. Well, yeah. after finding that first missing person, he and his team of friends that were doing this together decided that this was a really important job. This was a purpose for them, something that they should be doing in a way that they should be giving back to the community. So they started, they have a a YouTube channel and a, and a um, website. And those are both in our show notes so that you can see them. Mm -hmm. And their organization is called adventures with purpose. And they now for free, go looking in bodies of water for people who are missing. Yeah. So if there's somebody that, you know, they've gone missing in a car and the car is never turned up. Yeah. People think maybe they're in a body of water. Yeah. They the will go. They were taking kind of makes sense that they could be in water. Yeah. Yeah. They will go looking for them. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing about it is that they are freaking finding them. They, Jared, <laughs> Uh, Lisek is the founder of Adventures with Purpose, but he's got a bunch of people that are working with him now. And they do these documentaries on their YouTube channel about all of these experiences that they have been having. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to share a couple of pictures here of missing posters that um, have now been updated. Sorry, my slider does not want to slide. That's weird. Okay, here we go. Here's one. This is uh, Nathaniel Ashby, mm-hmm. and he went. He was. Um, he went missing in 2019. Uh, here's a picture of his vehicle. They pulled it out of a body of water, and his body was in the truck. Yeah. And then there's this. Uh, this one. This is. Oh, I can't read the name. I can't remember what it is. This is another one. They found it's Ethan mm-hmm. something. And they pulled this little car out of this little body of water and he was in it. Yeah. Uh, It's just been amazing. And, you know, one of the things that they talk about is that they aren't limited like law enforcement is. Law enforcement can only go looking in water if they have evidence that they are in the water. Mm -hmm. These guys, any public land, they can go in there anytime they want. And if it's private, all they have to do is just get permission from the owner. Yeah. And all they do is they go down there. 
They identify, if they're looking for a specific car, they'll look for the make and model, they'll look for the license plate number. Once they find the vehicle, then they call 911. Yeah. And then the police, you know, so that evidence can be preserved and all that stuff. But they generally will know, is there a body? They can see that there's someone in the car. They can, you know, identify the license plate number and the make and the model of the car, the color, those kinds of things, so that they can call the police and say, we have found the vehicle of so-and-so. Can you come and investigate? And then they will pull the body or they'll pull the vehicle out of the water. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so all of these families that have been missing people for many years are getting their family members found. They're uh, they're using sonar. It is. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. They um, they're using sonar and they've Mm -hmm. kind of taught themselves how to identify vehicles so they can tell when looking at the sonar what a vehicle looks like that will give them an idea of where to go. So they use the sonar on the top of the water. When they find what looks like a vehicle, then the dive team goes down to see what they can find. Yeah. Um, so let's see. They hit, I wanted to tell you about this most recent one. So... In May of 2020 is when they found their first, or when they, I think when they found the first one they were actually looking for. Yeah. It was a silver Mazda 6. The driver was Timothy Robinson. He'd been missing for 12 years. Oh. And they found his car in the Willamette River in Milwaukee, Oregon. And wow. that's when they discovered that, you know, they... Then the requests just started rolling in. Yeah. Um, in September and October of 2020, they kind of did a road trip and they found three cars with three bodies in them. Unreal. Isn't that crazy? So what they do is they have a monetized YouTube channel mm-hmm. and they also have merch, mm-hmm. all kinds of merch. And so they have a huge following. Oh, yeah. buys their merch and watches their videos and stuff. And that's how they pay for these recoveries. Um, sometimes Amazing. they get um, reward money also. I would um, hope so. They would absolutely deserve that. The most recent one, though, mm-hmm. there was a $100,000 reward and it had expired. So they didn't get it. Wait, there's been some shitty stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I I don't understand why, like, law enforcement can't see someone like this as a partner rather than right you know and i'm not saying that all of law enforcement doesn't appreciate them that isn't true but they should have got that reward they should have gotten that reward that that's not okay they put so much time and money and effort into this mm-hmm. and um rewards like that make it possible for them to do more right they so can they do this every reward and if yeah. you have a missing family member that could be in a body of water you mm-hmm. can contact them through their website and they will come help you find them. It is mm-hmm. just crazy. Oh, I can't even imagine the list of cases they have to sort through. And probably some of them aren't that credible. And lots of right. Them they they want to take but... some that, you know, there's a real possibility they could be in a body of water. Because it's a lot to travel to where they are going, you know, all over. So it's all um, here and everything, too. It's not yeah. just flying in. You've got a lot of stuff that has to go. Right. Yeah. Their equipment and boat and oh my God, all that the stuff. Of peace they are bringing families. 
it is amazing. What and also potentially solving crimes because well, you don't right. know why was that person in that car? I mean, right. a lot of times it probably is just a suicide um, or an accident. Yeah. Or a drunk but, driving event, you know, yeah. but occasionally they probably do come across somebody or will come across somebody who was killed in that car, murdered right. in that car. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, one pretty recently, this this is uh, Stephanie Torres. She went missing in December of 2017 in Central Texas. Okay. And some of the viewers of Adventures with Purpose suggested this case. So they reached out to Stephanie's daughter, Bianca. And she was like, oh, yeah, I know. I know about you guys. I watch your videos. And um, they asked her, like, why have you not reached out to us and asked us to find your mom? And she said, well, nobody really seems to care about my mom. So I just didn't know if you would either. And that just really kind of broke their hearts, you know. So they went to Waco, Texas and started their search. This was in January of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, this was at the East boat launch of the Brazos Valley and their search took less than an hour. Yeah. And they found Stephanie inside of her 2006 blue Kia. They went down, you know, a diver went down, identified the car. It's definitely her. Um, You know, there was no question about that. And they did confirm that there were human remains in the car. So they, you know, the family is right there. Like, yeah. you can watch this on their YouTube channel. It's really interesting. You Family's should. right there. Yeah, yeah, you should. Definitely. Um, they, uh, it's really emotional, you know? They're Oh, my goodness. And the family's way they right interact there, with families oh, is so, so sweet. kind. Yeah, it's so sweet. It's so careful. It is. It's so yeah. careful. That's one of the things I really appreciated is they yeah. were like, okay, we found a car, but we haven't, we don't know that it's hers yet. And then we came back, okay, this is a blue Kia. Yeah. Um, we don't know yet if she's inside. Let's let's be really cautious. And, yeah. you know, they were just very, very careful with them to not get their hopes up, to not be gross, you know. Yeah, no, it was so touched by the way they acted with the families. Yeah, yeah. it's this has become like a mission for these guys. They all yeah. are saying that if they never do anything else with their lives but continue to do this, it's they've... Mm-hmm fulfilled their mission to humanity. I hope and they, they can afford to because yeah. this is so needed. But they didn't get her reward, which is shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, but they called 911 and okay. so of course the authorities come, they pull the car up. It is definitely Stephanie's car and she is inside the car. And so the family finally gets to lay their loved one to rest. Wow. You know, and it at least the peace of mind of knowing where they are mm-hmm. and knowing at least to some extent, what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you never get over losing a family member, but to lose yeah. somebody in this way and then not know what's happened to them is so yeah. hard and so damaging. And these guys are just doing amazing work. So we wanted to give them props. We've shared their website and their YouTube channel in the show notes. Please go um, subscribe to them. And, you know, get involved. You can, just by watching their videos, you're helping to fund the work that they do. They sell all kinds of merch. They have, a, they have a membership you can join on their YouTube channel. Like, there's lots of stuff that you can do just by participating with them that will help to continue to fund yeah. these kinds of search and rescue efforts that 
you know, clearly um, bodies of water are absolutely full of cars with bodies in them in this country. And because they have the freedom to look in a way that law enforcement doesn't, they're going to continue to find them. And they are committed at this point. They will keep this up as long as humanly possible, which I think is amazing. And I hope that it inspires other people that have these kinds of skills and this kind of equipment. You know, it shouldn't have to just be adventures with purpose. It'd be great if there's more and there may be. Mm -hmm. Um, But the idea that anyone who is missing a family member who thinks they might be in water could have these guys come and look. And that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. It sure is. Where's that one movie producer that built that little uh, underwater apparatus? Do you remember this little submarine thing, like a little one-man submarine? Uh, Yeah. They need it. They need it. Yeah, they do. They do. Any support that can be given their way with equipment, um, anything, you know? I mean, they found Stephanie Torres in less than an hour. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that, that they had tells you pretty credible was, info about where she was. Exactly. That was too damn easy. Why didn't law Why enforcement find her a long time ago? Yeah. I know. I Some know. of it really pisses me off. I'm thrilled they're mm-hmm. doing it and that someone's doing it. But sometimes, wow. I know. All Real this money law. goes into law Real enforcement law. in this country. And mm-hmm. what's it being used for? Why, why, yeah. why aren't, why don't. Why doesn't the state have stuff like this to go in and look for people? And I don't know. But well, hey, a lot sometimes. Of search and rescues do. Yeah. That's what I don't get. We have lots of search and rescues. I And maybe they don't have the funding and the equipment and the stuff. Maybe they mm-hmm. just don't. But at the same time, like with, with that case particularly, I went, she wasn't lost. She was right freaking here. She was. Right here. She was. It's just, it's the aspect of it being underwater. I think yep. that just is is much bigger because, of course, here yeah. where we live all around um, national parks, mm-hmm. of course, we have huge ser- search and rescue presence in our area. Yeah. But you know what? They don't have to go into water very often. It's almost no. always up in the mountains, mm-hmm. you know, so it's yeah. having the equipment and the skills. Right. They're most likely here on ATVs or snowmobiles. Right. Yeah. Not uh, in the water. Yeah. No, not in the water, but in other places, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just found this really powerful. So go to adventureswithpurpose.com. Go to Adventures with Purpose on YouTube. Go follow them. Watch their videos. Do whatever you can to help support. And also, if you know someone who has a missing loved one who could be in water, hook them up. Let them know yeah. about these guys because they are amazing humans and they are doing amazing work. It just makes me really happy that yes. there are people out there using their skills for such a good cause. Absolutely. So good. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. All right. Well, Katie, I hear you've got a little WTF news for us. Oh, do I? Yes. (laughs) Do you remember when the bodies exhibit came to our town? Yes. If you all haven't had the opportunity to go to a bodies exhibit somewhere, you should. It's really interesting. It is. You it's, may hallucinate being able to smell things that aren't actually there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but, sobering, but yes, it is. Christy's son sobering. was certain he could smell the bodies. He couldn't even stay in the building. It was yeah. not okay. <laughs> and My I got youngest, it. I was there. You couldn't smell anything, but he mm-hmm. was convinced. <laughs> My youngest refused to get out of the car and also would not go. Uh, I went with my other kids that aren't quite so weird. And <laughs> it was interesting uh Mm -hmm. to say the least well there was a man a couple of years ago in new zealand that went to 
this display in his town. And he thought it was so interesting that he needed a souvenir. <gasps> what? And he harvested two toes. Are you serious? Why would anybody? Oh, my Lord. Why would you want that? This happened in Auckland. He stuffed them in his pocket. Uh, the article says he pilfered them. <laughs> I mean, pilfered two toes from a preserved corpse. Uh, well, first he had to break them off, didn't he? I mean, yeah. It's a little more than pilfering, I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Holy crap. Uh, he was charged with theft and improperly interfering with the dead body of an unknown person. <laughs> yep. But here's okay. what really got me about the article. Each digit or toe was valued at $5,500. How do they you were determine? $5,500 a piece? How do you determine that value? I wonder. <laughs> I don't really know. I, I'm not sure how to. Well, know. isn't that grand theft then? Well, it would be here in the U.S. because that would be over ten thousand dollars. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know about New Zealand, but I, I don't really know. Really, really creepy. Uh huh. It's really something. So, <laughs> at any rate, they did get the toes back, and uh, presumably they were reattached to uh, the foot from whence they came. But uh, he did have charges and did uh, have to go to uh, court for this, though I don't know, uh, you know, exactly what the um, outcome was. There was nothing about it online. But now, you know, if you I'm just going to put this out here. If you go to a body's exhibit, don't steal toes or, well, anything else off the body. I it seems weird to have to say that, but OK, yeah, it seems to go without saying, but, you know. <laughs> There, so gross. people, there is a souvenir shop for a reason. Well, you know what's weird is when we had it, everything was behind glass. Mm -hmm. Like, how did he get to the toes? Uh, apparently, there were some bodies that were not behind glass. Oh wow, because ours were everything was behind glass. Yeah, I don't think you could have like touched anything. No, yeah. well, I'm sure they don't want you to because it would cause them to start to degrade. And you know, I'm sure I don't want me to. To be frank, uh, but <laughs> no. I'm good, thanks. Looking at him was hard enough. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, it was better than the trip to see the cadavers when I was in high school, but uh, I don't yeah. know. Did you ever oh. do? Did you have to see no. the cadavers? Oh, I did God. not. Thank heavens. But you know, this brings new meaning to one man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh so man. Boy. Not cool. Mm -hmm. So. There you go. Wow. Well, I, I think we've given you a lot to think about today. <laughs> so this is our Monday episode. We'll be back on Tuesday and Wednesday. And of course, back Wednesday night with our live stream case updates and Thursday night with the Psychic Hour. I have a very special guest on the Psychic Hour this week, my friend, Dr. JJ Kelly. So you're not going to want to miss that. Yeah. And, and be sure you keep an eye on Patreon. We did release yes. two brand new cases last Two week that were brand new cases. very interesting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the, you, if you're looking for content, you are in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and comment. It does help us to grow. And of course, if you do like Patreon, go over there and join our Patreon. You get, we do two extra cases a month over there just for our patrons. And sometimes we pick some real doozies to do over there. You don't want to miss out. If you're kind of a, a hardcore true crimer, that is a good mm -hmm. place for you. For sure. Yeah. And you know it. We are true crime paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. 
Thanks for being here. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.